your hostess, Karen Tate, and uh, this is your special New Year's uh, show, uh, just with me, uh, on the topic of Escaping the Wasteland. And the show goes out to Lisa Thiel uh, for her beautiful music, and uh, that snippet is from her song called Warrior Goddess. Well, um, I wanted to start off uh, the year talking about um, this new phrase, I guess, that uh, I've come to resonate with, uh, and it's uh, the wasteland. And uh, we're going to get into that today. Uh, But first, um, I want to sort of set the tone with uh, a prayer that uh, you can find in my book, Goddess Calling. I got permission from the United Nations um, to actually put this uh, in, uh, in my book, Goddess Calling, which has uh, inspirational messages and meditations in it. And um, let, me, let me just share this with you. We have forgotten who we are. We have forgotten who we are. We have alienated ourselves from the unfolding of the cosmos. We have become estranged from the movements of the earth. We have turned our backs on the cycles of life. We have forgotten who we are. We have sought out only our own security. We have exploited simply for our own ends. We have distorted our knowledge. We have abused our power. We have forgotten who we are. Now the land is barren and the waters are poisoned and the air is polluted. We have forgotten who we are. Now the forests are dying and the creatures are disappearing and the humans are despairing. We have forgotten who we are. We ask for forgiveness. We ask for the gift of remembering. We ask for the strength to change. We ask for the strength to change. And that's a part of this idea of escaping the wasteland, having the strength to change. But I think before we can change, we have to realize uh, that we're in the wasteland. So I guess I should explain that, um, you know, I've been in the wasteland, you know, like most of us. And um, we just normalize things, unfortunately, to our own detriment, I'm afraid. Uh, But I started reading Sharon Blackie's book, If Women Rose Rooted, which deeply inspired me. Uh, In it, she discusses escaping the wasteland. 
So I, 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 I resonated with this idea the more I read, escaping the clutches of patriarchy and um, uh, predator capitalism and jobs that exploit us or suck the life out of us or the soul out of workers. And as I read, um, Sharon reminded me of who I am, the person I believe I'd lost for a while. You know, uh, if you've been following my work, you know I've been talking and teaching about new values, specifically uh, values we label feminine. Um, uh, you know, for years I've written books, uh, I've interviewed guests, uh, I have talks on YouTube. But now I actually have a word for it, the wasteland. And I feel re-inspired now, and I want to share my thoughts with you as, begin, as we begin this year anew, as we make resolutions, as we reinvent ourselves, and maybe try to come closer to who we want to be, closer to our authentic selves. Now, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying we shouldn't have to work. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is I don't believe we were meant to commute an hour or more to work, sit in a cubicle all day, deal with all the stuff we deal with while we're there, nasty coworkers, uh, the narcissistic uh, bosses we have, uh, you know, the abuse of those fearless leaders. Then, you know, we commute an hour or more home, and then we just start it all again the next day, day in and day out, year in and year out. Um, you know, if, if we're lucky, maybe we have some vacation time to use. You know, we look forward to the weekend, but it's usually filled with chores because by the time we get home from work, it's maybe 7 o'clock. We have to fix dinner, help the kids with homework. Uh, you know, maybe we get into bed by 11 or 12 o'clock. You know, we're up at maybe 5 or 6, and we start all over again. And... I don't know. You know, I have seen so much change in my lifetime. And for my younger listeners, you know, I have to tell you that I really believe, um, you know, if you have to work two or three jobs to keep a roof over your head and food on your table, that's not normal. That's simply exploitation. It's the exploitation, I believe, that's come with this predator capitalism that we're living in. When I was young and um, I first graduated school, I, uh, my first job was a typist for an insurance company. And it might be hard to believe, but, you know, banks back then actually paid you 12% on your savings account. Um, every week when I cashed my check, I would put $25 away uh, in my bank account. And, you know, when you save that $25, you got a gift. And because I had my own apartment and I was trying to furnish it, my gift was, um, you know, flatware, silverware, you know, forks, knives, spoons. I would get a new set, uh, you know, an, an eight-piece set, uh, you know, every time I deposited, you know, $25 so that, you know, after a month, six weeks, um, you know, I, I had a full set. You know, there were union protections, um, you know, uh, there, which also gave bargaining power. You know, and, and, I, and I think to myself, in this day and age now, when was the last time anyone ever asked you, how's the quality of your life? How's the quality of your life? 
And, you know, it's worse for women. You know, as I said, you know, we leave the job, go home and work some more. Uh, you know, we cook, we clean, we feed the kids, uh, we wash the clothes. And, uh, you know, our only refuge are those busy weekends and uh, or the occasional vacation if we're lucky enough to have those benefits. And let's not forget Rianne Eisler, my mentor and a noted author of the Center for Partnership Studies, uh, you know, she also wrote that famous book, The Chalice and the Blade. She's been teaching for years about caring economics because women come home from work and start their second job, and that job, uh, you know, taking care of kids or aging parents, that doesn't count for anything in our society. It's just taken for granted. It's free labor. It's not valued or compensated in any monetary way. You know, a woman who makes her family her priority and has no social safety net to fall back on, you know, if, if she hasn't worked and, you know, she just takes care of her kids and maybe, um, you know, her, her, her mom or dad or uh, there's nothing there for her when she retires unless she's been able to save. You know, we don't get paid for equal work. Maybe we're demeaned or chased around the desk. Um, you know, and the many jobs touted to be out there are lousy with no benefits. Um, you know, today on the news, uh, they were talking about California passed this law that um, employers like Uber, Lyft, Postmates, you know, people who have gigs for jobs, these independent-type jobs, that these employers um, are going to have to start providing benefits, you know, sick pay, overtime, um, you know, vacation, uh, you know, I don't know if they meant health insurance. Maybe they did. I mean, those all used to be standard things when you got a job. You know, it's only changed in the past 20 years or so that uh, these uh, benefits don't come to you, um, you know, when you get a job. We, we've let these benefits crumble away, you know, drip by drip, little by little. Uh, until now, uh, out of desperation, you know, we take these type of jobs and, you know, we're glad to have them. You know, how, how did we get here? Why are we tolerating it? You know, what can we do to escape this wasteland? You know, and I love that term that Blackie uses. Um, I think she got it from T.S. Eliot, uh, a poem he wrote. Well, um, I think we have to start thinking about our escape. As women especially, we can't keep perpetuating this dominator, exploitative, life and soul-sucking, uh, predator, capitalistic model. As I said, it wasn't always like this, and it can be greatly improved. And, you know, I, I'm not going to start talking about the answer being democratic socialism like they have in the Scandinavian countries, who, by the way, uh, have been polled to be the happiest people on earth. Um, you know, and, and remember, democratic socialism is not socialism. Uh, they try to scare you and uh, try to conflate the two. Uh, but I do think that's a step in the right direction. Or maybe even universal basic income uh, might be a possible other option, offering more freedom and flexibility. Because think about it. If you knew you were guaranteed $1,000 a month, uh, you could escape an abusive relationship. You wouldn't have to stay at a job just for health care. Um, you would have so much more freedom. You would have so much more options. You know, you could pursue a passion. Uh, you could more easily go to school. 
I mean, there's so many things we could do with universal basic income. And you know who would pay for it? The companies who no longer are employing humans to do the job that now are automated. You know, they are reaping the benefits of not having the expense of an employee. So let them pay the taxes that would be necessary so that people could have universal basic income. But, you know, I want to talk about getting you to think about how you might be able to escape the wasteland and maybe talk a little bit about some people who already have. Now, Sharon Blackie talks about some women uh, who have broken the cycle of misery in the wasteland, but I thought of a couple myself. You know, back um, a number of years ago uh, when my husband and I visited Hawaii and Tahiti, uh, because I had been in the hotel industry, I would just sort of normally, you know, strike up conversations with hotel management. And uh, because these places were so beautiful, you know, we would just, you know, kind of dream a little bit and say, oh, wouldn't it be nice to uh, try to get a job there in Hawaii or Tahiti and, you know, live in this beautiful environment. And the hotel managers would, uh, you know, would all say to me, oh, no, you don't want to uh, be a manager here because we can't get the locals to come into work. They don't want to work more than two or three days a week. And I said, well, how can they afford to do that? And they said, well, they live simply. And, you know, back then when I was still sort of brainwashed to, you know, think the wasteland was great, I kind of shook my head in sympathy uh, for these managers, you know, not being able to get their workers to come in. But now, now that I feel like I have more wisdom, I, I wonder if they, in fact, weren't the smart ones, you know, keeping their lives more in balance with other priorities, you know, I've been thinking about that. I really have. And, um, you know, so I'm sure you're saying to yourself, well, you know, how can I possibly get out of this rat race? I have to pay the bills. I, I get that. I, I know what you're talking about. I, I really do. Um, so many, you know, people just feel trapped, uh, you know, where they're at because uh, they need to pay the bills. They have people relying on them. But, you know, you've no doubt attained a lot of skills working in the wasteland. You have life experience, too. Think about how you can turn these into something different for yourself in your future. Sure, I, I mean, it, it might involve a bit of risk, but what's the trade-off? Is, um, you know, being a good little Uber consumer worth the price you're paying? You know, do you really need all the stuff? Is that stuff really filling the hole inside you, if there's a hole inside you? Really? Really? I mean, another pair of shoes in the closet? Uh, so, you know, imagine instead doing something that really fed your passion, that, you know, maybe that's uh, being more connected uh, or living in nature. Uh, maybe it's... Um, you know, connecting you or helping you live the values you talk about or dream about. You know, maybe you want to reconcile your spirituality, you know, with your politics. You know, maybe you want to reconcile the work you do with your politics. You know, maybe you don't want to work for an oil company or some big polluter or, uh, you know, uh, big pharma, you know, these, these corporations that... Uh, you know, are doing so many evil things out there in the world. 
you know, as I said in Blackie's book, uh, she gives examples of women who have broken the cycle and escaped the wasteland. And I think many of us can try, if we can, if we think outside the box, if we make it one of our goals. And, you know, maybe we don't make it the first time we try, so maybe we try again. But think about it. You know, what is it you do well? What is it you would like to do? You know, maybe you become an herbalist, a caterer. Maybe you teach classes freelance. Maybe you write books. You give talks. Um, maybe you clean houses or babysit. You walk dogs. You become a personal concierge. Maybe you edit books for aspiring authors. Maybe you lead tours. You know, there's countless things that you could do. Making your own hours not having somebody breathe down your neck, not having somebody abuse you. You know, maybe it means um, that you have to downsize, but maybe you can combine your talents in a way that enables you to get out of the wasteland. Maybe you hunker down and save some money if you can to make this break, but won't your freedom be worth it? Maybe you start something up on the side while you plan your escape. Aren't you tired of getting that tightness in your chest, taking the train, maybe sitting in bumper-to-bumper traffic, not getting that raise? I'm just saying think about breaking the cycle, my sisters and brothers. Start a support group of other like-minded women and men who want to break free of the wasteland. You know, give, your, give each other support, encouragement. You know, forget about Black Fridays and Purple Saturdays. Forget about keeping up with the Joneses because it just gets us in debt and keeps us in debt. And again, I don't think that these things that we buy fill that hole that might be inside us. You know, I moved about a year ago, and I had to purge about 30 years of stuff I accumulated in my apartment. And as I purged, I looked at all of the stuff I had accumulated in three decades. So much of it was going to be donated, you know, or given away to to friends, uh, or just ended up being thrown away. You know, I think about the money I could have saved if I hadn't impulsively bought so much stuff. I mean, how much money I might have in the bank, how much easier that move would have been, you know, if I had just never let my load get so heavy. So I I just want to say, why don't you resist the call of the wasteland? Because the wasteland is what keeps us trapped. Now I'm going to take a little break, and I'm going to come back and uh, talk about this a little bit more. But... um, Before I do, uh, here's a clip from the trailer for Joe Carson's film, Dancing with Gaia. I'll be right back. Stay with me. Most people see humankind as really separate from nature, separate from the earth. I'm as much of this earth as a rock or a tree. And I came out of it. This is my mother's hand. I grew out of this As long as we conceive of divinity as above us or outside of us, or that our bodies are somehow less divine than spirit, there's no way that we can change our course. 
show Dancing with Gaia is available only at dancingwithgaia.com. So thank you for tuning in with me today, uh, listeners, as I talk about uh, escaping the wasteland as uh, my New Year's special. Uh, I am going to be bringing to you the uh, inspirational talks and meditations uh, from my book um, that was put out a few years ago, Goddess Calling. Uh, It got uh, wonderful reviews from uh, Jean Houston, Selena Fox, Z. Budapest, Barbara Walker, Isadora Forrest. And um, every month I'm going to share with you um, an inspirational uh, message uh, followed by a meditation. There will be one or two every month. Uh, The next one uh, I'm going to do for you very soon uh, and if and you won't miss it if you click the follow button because a reminder will go into your email inbox. The next one is um, going to be dreaming and inspiration. Uh, it's about finding your authentic self, and uh, a meditation will accompany it. And um, uh, we're also going to be doing one on resolutions and return of the light. Uh, so those are going to be uh, later in January and February. And then the March message is our Messiah, she of 10,000 names. Uh, so I hope you'll you know, tune in for those uh, with the accompanying meditation as well. But um, for today, uh, I, I felt it was important to talk about this idea of escaping the wasteland or exiting the wasteland. And I just want to say a little bit more about it. Um, you know, I was talking to a friend about this, and uh, she said... Um, you know, she, she just couldn't agree. She said she thought people in, uh, in desperate circumstances or maybe in undeveloped places would uh, give anything for our capitalistic system and the jobs that it creates. Well, I hear what she's saying, but I also want to, you know, uh, add my two cents and say maybe, but for how long would they be happy with those jobs? Maybe a generation or two? I mean, how long before, you know, they feel the pinch of the enslavement in their lives being out of balance? And, you know, I I think we do have role models out there for change. You know, I mentioned some indigenous people in Hawaii and Tahiti who just aren't going to work five days a week. You know, uh, they aren't going to work, you know, their Saturday and Sunday because, you know, their their life is not all about that grind. Um, you know, they have other priorities that I believe help them keep their life more in balance. You know, I can't help but thinking, I know you might laugh when you hear this, but about Star Trek. You know, if you're an old Trekkie like me, um, you know, uh, they had different values. It wasn't all about money uh, and greed like it is uh, today or, or how it's become you know, in the last 20 years or so. Um, You know, think about Star Trek. They did away with money. Uh, They had opportunities for education. People followed their their passion. And the job they worked out in the world, it was their passion. Imagine if that was what we could do. You know, it wouldn't uh, be so bad, uh, you know, going into work. If you wanted to, five days a week, six days a week, seven days a week, if you were really following your passion. You know, let's not forget the Scandinavian countries, Sweden, Norway, Denmark. Uh, They're a great model 
free health care, education, child care. Uh, they get at least a month's vacation. And they are the happiest people on earth. Why are Americans the way they are? It's almost as if we're masochists. Why do we vote against our economic interests? Why do we choose exploitation? You know, we have normalized all of this, and we shouldn't. We just shouldn't. We need to be looking for ways to escape the wasteland or transform the wasteland into something that nourishes us and feeds us and doesn't enslave us. So um, I want to close, uh, close my talk with um, the bookend uh, prayer to the one I started with. Uh, the one I started the show with is uh, We Have Forgotten Who We Are. And its bookend to close a ritual uh, is called uh, A Prayer of Remembering. And it goes like this. We rejoice in all life. We remember who we are. We live in all things. All things live in us. We rejoice in all life. We remember who we are. We live by the sun. We move by the stars. We rejoice in all life. We remember who we are. We eat from the earth. We drink from the rain. We breathe from the air. We rejoice in all life. We remember who we are. We share with the creatures. We have strength through their gifts. We rejoice in all life. We remember who we are. We depend on the forests. We have knowledge through their secrets. We rejoice in all life. We remember who we are. We have the privilege of seeing and understanding. We have the responsibility of caring. We have the joy of celebrating. We rejoice in all life. We remember who we are. So um, as some words of wisdom or some food for thought or words of inspiration, however you want to label it, um, I would just invite you to think about uh, some of the things I've said today about, um, you know, escaping the wasteland, um, how can you accomplish it? Do you want to accomplish it? Should you at least entertain the, uh, the idea? Uh, maybe you can, you know, cut back on what you're doing, especially if you're not happy, especially if you're stressed. So there it is. Um, exit the wasteland, escape the wasteland. And I will uh, close today's talk with a little song by Jan Aldridge Clanton. And uh, you'll recognize the melody, but it's called We Call, We Sound a Call to Freedom. Here it is We Sound a Call to Freedom by Jan Aldridge Clanton. Because this is about our freedom, our liberation are escaping or exiting the wasteland. We sound a call to freedom that will heal a broken land As the call rings out more clearly, violent forces will disband Prison doors will open, bonds will loosen by the Spirit's hand the truth will set us free, free at last of hallelujah, free 
for that new rendition of the Battle Hymn of the Republic. It's called We Sound a Call to Freedom. Well, thank you, listeners. Uh, That about does it for me today. Um, Happy New Year, and I'll be back with you again next week. Remember, click the follow button on the show page so you don't miss uh, the weekly show and the wonderful guests that um, I've worked really hard to bring to you. Uh, the wisdom keepers and way showers and foremothers uh, have some great ones in store for you this year already. Thank you. Have a wonderful holiday. And goodbye. <laughs>